To Beyond the Veil, a ministry of Dayspring Chapel, arise, shine, and excel. Located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. As Luke chapter 1, verse 78 and 79 tells us, According to the tender mercy of our God, whereby the Dayspring from on high has visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet in the path of peace. Now, let's listen in to today's message from Pastor David Oluwadara. My intention is to decorate the true church with both the glory of God and the glory of gold. Let me say that again. Interestingly and appropriately, divine intention is to decorate the true church, to decorate you and I, both with the glory of God and the glory of gold. Amen. Haggai chapter 2. Haggai chapter 2 from verse 6 says to us, the preview to that chapter 2 is that the people of God just came back from exile. They just came back from Babylon. And they were trying to, you know, settle down. So they were busy building their own lives. Busy building their own houses. And they neglected the house of God. Nobody cared about the house of God. Everybody was busy building his own house. So God called their attention to it. And said, why are you busy building your own houses? And you left my house on Ketatfo. When the Lord spoke to them. They repented and got together and they started working on the house of God. When they started working on the house of God, when they laid the foundation of the house of God, the people who saw the first house in his glory, the people who knew about the house that was destroyed, they wept and they considered and wondered whether they had enough, they had money, they had the finances to raise up a new house. That will be up to the glory of the former one. They considered that. And now the Lord started speaking to them. Because he saw their heart. In Hagar chapter 2, 6 to 9. For thus says the Lord of hosts. Once more. It is a little while. I will shake heaven and earth. The sea and the dry land. And I will shake all nations. And they shall come to the desire of all nations. And I will fill this temple with glory, says the Lord of hosts. The silver is mine, and the gold is mine, says the Lord of hosts. The glory of this latter temple shall be greater than the former, says the Lord of hosts. And in this place, I will give peace, says the Lord of hosts. It's the Lord of hosts talking. And the Lord of hosts put his signature, punctuated every line here with the Lord of hosts. The Lord of hosts. How many Lord of hosts do we have here? The Lord of hosts. For thus says the Lord of hosts, once more, it is a little while, I will shake the heaven and the earth and the dry land and the sea, and I will shake all nations, and they shall come to the desire of all nations. And I will fill this temple with glory, says the Lord of hosts. The silver is mine, and the gold is mine, says the Lord of hosts. The glory of this latter temple shall be greater than the former, says the Lord of hosts. And in this place, I will give peace, says the Lord of hosts. How many? Five. Five. And who is the Lord of hosts? 
is the Lord of battle. The Lord of battle. Amen. The Lord is saying, I will do this. Peace and prosperity don't come easy. Peace and prosperity come by warfare, by battle. And the Lord is saying to us, if you're going to have peace and prosperity, you've got to be prepared to engage in battle. As a Christian, you are not ordinary. You are a soldier. You're supposed to be a soldier. Don't see yourself as a civilian. You are a soldier. There is battle going on. You are involved in a battle. I cannot overemphasize that. In fact, you cannot live in conformity to divine purpose except you are engaged in this warfare so that you will be able, you will be able to walk in the Spirit. You cannot walk in the Spirit if you live like a common person. You cannot walk in the Spirit. You've got to live your life in the Lord. Live as a soldier of the Lord. Engaged in the battle of the Lord. You are taking the word of God seriously. You are praying. You are in the presence of the Lord 24 hours. I think I've said that before. We must not leave the presence of the Lord. We are not supposed to leave the presence of the Lord. Amen. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. You have to dwell in his presence. We have to abide in his presence all the time, every time. And if you dwell in his presence, you stand in holiness. And for you to dwell in his presence, you've got to be engaged with what he's engaged with. So the scripture says, though we walk in the flesh, though we live in the flesh, we war not after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare, they are not carnal, but they are mighty through God. Amen. For you to live in the spirits and not war or live according to the flesh, you got to war in the spirit. That's what the scripture is saying there. I hope you got that. Going back to Agar chapter 2. The glory of God and the glory of God. So the Lord is saying to the people here, don't be concerned with the silver and the gold that you need to build the house of God. Don't forget that the silver is mine and the gold is mine. Hagar chapter 2 verse 8. The silver is mine and the gold is mine. Says the Lord of hosts. And the glory of this latter temple shall be greater than the former. Says the Lord of hosts. The glory of the latter temple. That glory was both of gold and of God. Amen. For in that place it was decorated with gold. And the power of God was also present there. That the even the ministers of God could not stand to minister because of the glory of God. We can carry both the glory of God and the glory of God together, but they must not be mixed up in the name of Jesus. The glory of God and the glory of God must not be confused. In fact, those who will be able to carry the glory of God must first be able to faithfully carry the glory of God. Let me say that again. Those who will be able to carry the glory of God must first be able to faithfully, faithfully carry the glory of God. Luke 16 from verse 10 to 12 says to us he who is faithful in what is least is faithful also in much. He who is faithful in what is least 
is faithful also in much. He who is unjust in what is least is also unjust in what is much. And then he says in verse 11, Therefore, if you have not been faithful in the unrighteous mammon, who will commit to your trust the true riches? If you have not been faithful in the unrighteous mammon, what is the unrighteous mammon? The green. The green is the unrighteous mammon. Say, if you have not been faithful in the unrighteous mammon, if you have not been faithful with money, say, who will commit to your hands the true riches? Very, 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 very important principle that the Holy Spirit is pointing out here. If you're going to carry the glory of God, He must be able to trust you first with the glory of God. He must be able to trust you with money. If He cannot trust you with money, He will not give you His glory to carry. Because if he gives you his glory to carry, you're going to basically merchandise his glory. You're going to sell his glory. You're going to sell his glory. And you're going to ascribe his glory to yourself. Because you don't know the difference. The glory of God is pure. There is purity in the glory. The glory of God is pure. There is purity in the glory of God. There is power in the glory of God. And there is honor or prestige in the glory of God. Is the glory of God. That is the purpose of God. The purpose of God for you is his glory. The purpose of God for you is his glory. The purpose of God for you is purity, is power, is prestige, is honor. That's what he wants to give you. That's his purpose for you. His purpose for you is glory. And that glory is purity. That glory is power. That glory is prestige, is honor. All of that he wants to decorate you with. He wants to decorate you with purity. He wants to decorate you with power, with prestige. May the Lord find you as such in the name of Jesus. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. In the beauty of holiness. The regalia of the priest is given to him for beauty and for power. Amen. Oh, may the Lord give you understanding in the name of Jesus. Amen. Again, those who will be able to carry the glory of God must first be able to faithfully carry the glory of God. Again, the purpose of God is his glory. The purpose of God is his glory. What is your purpose? What is your purpose? What is your purpose? What is your purpose? If somebody were to ask you, so you are in school, Hmm. What do you hope to do with that? Oh, oh yeah, you, you are employed now. You have a job. What's, what are your plans? What would you answer? What would be your answer? The answer you give is a reflection of how you see yourself or a reflection of who you are. You see, a small man purposes small. A big man purposes big. A small man says, oh, I just want to, I just want to build a shell. I just want to make a shell for myself. A big man says, I want to build a tower. How do you see yourself? The purpose will reflect how you see yourself. But if you are a Christian, don't see yourself in the light of the world. Don't see yourself in the light of this world. Don't see yourself in the light of the things of this world. See yourself in the light of God. Because that's a whole different thing entirely. Amen. 
We hope you have been blessed by today's broadcast. Come worship with us at Dayspring Chapel, located at 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Again, that's 1628 High Park Ave in High Park, Massachusetts. Sunday worship is at 1 p.m., Bible study and prayers on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. You may contact Pastor David for prayers or counseling at 857-266-0778. Again, that's 857-266-0778. Until tomorrow at this same time, Monday through Friday, arise, shine, and excel.